the end of the road, as we call it. And if we're going to go out, we're going to go out in the nastiest of styles. I've got Uncle Dr. Nasty pouring up some greatness over there. What are you mixing up for this episode there, Lyle? Just making an aviation. Oh, of course. Classic aviation. Uh-huh. I, I was, you know... Everyone's going to start Make making it at home. Tell them, tell them how to make it. How are they going to drink with you on this episode? They're in the car. Well, I'll tell you what. You're going to want to put two ounces of your favorite gin mm. into a shaker. Yep. You're going to add three quarters of an ounce of lemon juice. You'll add a half ounce of uh, Luxardo Maraschino liqueur. And a small amount, a quarter ounce of uh, creme de violet. And you're going <laughs> to fill up that shaker with ice. And you're going to give it a shake. Oh, yeah. And then once you do that, you're going to strain it into a coupe glass and garnish with a brandied cherry. And then you have one of the nastiest drinks. That's incredible. And to think that people are going to be doing this at 9 a.m. during their morning commute. Oh, I do. You know, I call those togozies. I've spoken with cops, and they say the dead giveaway for the majority of DUIs is the shaker, you know? Just right right out the window, just really shaking it hard. So, yeah, it's true. Speaking of DUIs and drinking, how was your New Year's? It was really good. Oh, that the, looks gorgeous. Uh, and I, That's a gorgeous-looking cocktail. You see the, the purple hue? That's the creme de violette. You spoken like a true man who shakes on the morning commute. Uh, we just hung out with my parents, and so we were in bed at like nine thirty. My brother ordered a hibachi chef. He the long story on that one, but uh, too long didn't read. A hibachi chef showed up as a surprise at about four p.m. So we had a homemade hibachi until five thirty, and then we're sitting around waiting for midnight. So I mean, so he cooked like in in your kitchen, I assume, or in he cooked in in my brother's backyard. There's a lot to unpack. Wow. In that and I apologize. On New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve hibachi. I hope you I got mean, the hibachi awesome. guy drunk. I'm sure he wanted to party. There was so much sake out of a super soaker. <laughs> I cannot even explain how that happened with my parents, but they loved it. You get the horn when you say sake out of a super soaker. Um, the sake soaker. Um, okay. All right. Well, that is, I mean, mine, uh, I did go late. Went to like 2 a.m. Uh, we got, oh, wow. my, mo- my mom took the kids. We went to a, a house party, but like, we don't, I mean, it wow. was. You guys went to a house party. Went to this a house is... party and it was like, man, you know, driving there and being like, wait, we're going to eat at what time? 9 p.m. Yeah, what time rid- did you eat? Nine o'clock? Ridiculous. We're like, that's it. It's, it's that's too, late. too late. We stopped at a dive bar on the way there and got a cheeseburger. Cause nice. Yeah, that was what uh, we did. What dive bar? Were you down at Titlow? No, no. We say was at Des Moines. Des Moines. We went to Des Moines. Oh. So there's a place called there's a place called JJ's out there. It's like a log cabin full of darts machines. They got a good burger. They got a good burger. Hey. If you if you're stuck on the five near Des Moines. You go, you go straight over there to JJ's. He'll take care of you. Good to know. I always assume well, the bartender's name JJ. They probably never are. 
Someday. All right. Well, bottoms up. Take the swig. And let's uh, let's start breaking oh. down week 18. There's a lot going on. I don't know if you've noticed, but waivers aren't until Thursday this week. Which I, threw me you know, off. There's actually a lot of things I noticed this week. Uh, the fact that maybe we didn't even play all of last week's games. That's also a thing. Yeah. Not sure how that, I mean, obviously bigger than football, but also like what a weird way to end fantasy football for those who do end in week 17. Couldn't, it's really kind of a, I mean, there's gotta be I someone know. out there who's like, are you going to play the game? Cause they're very, I mean, there's a lot of money on these things. It's just, everyone's in an awkward position there. I think uh, my guess is the NFL is just going to wait uh, for good news and then reschedule. But uh. I think you're right. And I'm, I'm honestly, obviously, I think everyone is hoping for good news. Our thoughts and prayers are all are with the Hamlin family. And it's, you know, a tragic story. And of course, we're very sad about this. Um, but Ben Bliss is really curious if he's going to get his Joe Burrow points. And I think that's probably where his mind is at right now. Of course. He's a monster. Do I, do he, <laughs> you said bottom, right? Bottom still has no. Burrow? It's Ben Bliss. Ben Bliss still has. Oh my god! I, I don't still, even think when it comes to football and injuries, and obviously this is the most you know ridiculous injury that I think has ever happened on a football field. But I always just think about my first introduction, which was at a UW game, and you know I couldn't quite follow everything that was going on because I was probably like nine, but I heard my uncle yell, "Scrape him off the field and let's go." And I was like, oh, my God, this is the most violent game. Well, you know, it's uh, I don't I don't know if you're a big uh, undisputed fan with uh, Sharp and Bayless. I catch it when possible. Uh, Bayless was taking some heat because he made a tweet about how this had to be suspended. The game had to be postponed immediately after. Mm-hmm. And he said, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Any like tagline to the very end of the tweet, like bigger than football, or yeah. like obviously this, like there's something more important here, and people just dragged him. He had to have like a special. He got in. I remember that tweet came out pretty fast. He was kind of like, I'm gonna get ahead of this, and this tweet's gonna, you know, I'm gonna be <laughs> the first wait. guy to Let's start this conversation. <laughs> as long as I say bigger than football, I think we're good, right? But I mean, and I mean, that's kind of the conversation is that mm. now there has to be this disclaimer that, oh, well, obviously we care more about Mr. Hamlin, but honestly, like there are people who want, it's, like, I don't, I don't know how to feel about this. Well, it's, it, from the NFL's perspective, and... it, my, my, my gruesome perspective is that because the NFL knows that everyone saw it happen. There, this is obviously going to be treated very specially. This is something that happened on the field that shocked everyone, uh, you know. But I don't know if you remember this. You remember, like, it was, like, 2014, 2012, uh, like, on the Chiefs, someone on the Chiefs, a player on the Chiefs, not, a, like, a big-name player, but, you know, DeMar Hamlin-level player. Like, he was, I think he's a star, but yeah. no one knew his name. Uh, oh, I don't know. Went killed his family and then showed up at the practice facility, like in the parking lot and blew his brains out in front of the coaches. They played that week. (laughs) Like this is the NFL has a huge history of like, this is football. 
Keep on playing. They finished the game when Ryan Shazier was paralyzed for life. Like, it's, oh, man. I don't know. It's I, true. This is just, yeah, this is a next level, I guess, which is crazy that there's a level after that. Well, and that's kind of, the, I think, the difference in, it, it's weird, and I hate, like, analyzing injuries like this. This is an injury that could have happened, like, if someone punched him at the right time. This could have happened if any, like, I know, obviously, I'm not a doctor. The Dr. Nasty is just my title. But this was, it wasn't like a serious, as serious as I would say, you know, someone being paralyzed or you watch some of the other hits. Like it, it didn't seem as bad. And this is just a worst case scenario. Uh, I, I honestly think, like you said before, if there's good news, I think it'll be easier to move on. And I think, again, we're all waiting for that. Uh, but until that happens, I think it's going to be hard to move forward with. So Anything. We don't know what's happening with that game, but honestly, the great thing about Finicky is that we'll actually be able to move on without it. Screw those other leagues who put all of their bags and baskets into one week to decide a championship. They are fools. Now, if the NFL does cancel like all of Week 18, well then, then we're in trouble. But um, I don't think they will. Even though, it, I mean, initial reaction, I wouldn't have been surprised if they did. I don't know. We've had some time to think about it, but uh, I do believe that the NFL. The, is the is the absolute league that says the show must go on and they'll find a way to play. And uh, it does seem like everything's on schedule. So with that, uh, I don't know. I mean, the Bills, I mean, we'll see. And uh, I guess just pay attention. But uh, I don't know. I assume everyone's playing. Um, and I think in some way the Bills need this matchup. But there's actually only... The weird thing about this week is this week 18... The Bengals need the matchup. If the Bengals win or have if they had won... yeah. Like they would be tied with Buffalo. That's a good point. At least for the second seed and, and in reach of Kansas City for a first seed. I don't know who holds the tiebreaker between Kansas City and Cincinnati, but it might be Cincinnati. Well, I mean, so that's all seeding. I guess there's really only two teams. Like there's only two windows in the playoffs that have yet to be decided. And it's basically uh, the Texans and Jacksonville. They're playing for like the fifth seed or whatever in the AFC. And the Seahawks, Lions. And, and the what? And the Packers. Oh yeah, so, Texas. Yeah, so and Lions, New Seahawks, New England, and the Packers. Miami so. and New England. There's a possibility there that one of, the, I mean, one of them will get in. Yeah. So yeah, there's. I guess those are the teams. So you got Dolphins, uh, Patriots. You've got Seahawks, Lions, Packers, and you've got Texans, uh, uh, Texans, Jacks, Jags. So with that, uh, pay attention to those teams when we go through because, I don't know, it just feels like those teams are going to play just a little bit harder than everyone else. Um, the first matchup we'll go into is the same as last week, the saddest matchup, which is me versus bottom. <laughs> um, and I don't know, you give me a look. Doesn't it kind of look like Jalen Hurts and Jared Goff? Uh, Jaylen, oh, I guess, you know, well, so for seeding reasons, obviously Philadelphia needs to win this game. The Giants... I don't think it changes anything if they don't win um, because they're already in. So, fuck. Jalen Hurts and Jared Goff might just score the most points ever. I don't know. I think that could be your top five, both top five quarterbacks. I mean, it's true. But the thing about Goff is if the Seahawks win, Detroit's out regardless. 
And as you know, we know, there's another. We'll talk about this when we talk about the Hawks later. But I mean, the, you're right. But like, just kind of hurts. It helps and hurts both the Seahawks and the Lions. But if Jared Goff can shell Green Bay, I mean, the, he's he's fighting for his job. You know, the Lions are going to have a high draft pick. I mean, he he wants to be the quarterback of the future there. If he shells Green Bay, you know, it's a it's a what you done for me lately type of league, and they'll remember that. Come. It's true, but he has done well for them. I feel like in the second half of the season, Goff is one of the best playing quarterbacks. Yeah, I, think I wish be... I drafted him over Matt Stafford. Oh well, speaking of wishing we'd have drafted other quarterbacks, um, Kirk Cousins gave me one point last week. And Mike White, I'm not gonna play the song. I'm not even gonna fucking play the fucking song, yeah. Mike White, because you fucked me. Um, negative one, negative one point for Mike White. So an even zero. For okay, but I'm, I'm curious, what quarterback quarterbacks. are you going to pick up? Is this a Tyler Huntley situation for you? We don't even know if he's going to play. Here's the thing. I'm looking at the opponents. And yeah, Mike White. Mike White has something to play for because he wants to remind everyone that he can be the White Lotus. Not playing the song. You don't deserve God, it, Mike damn. White. You don't deserve right. it, Mike White. Not at least until well, I'm way more drunk. So Mike White, I'm keeping versus Miami. And Kirk Cousins, I'm keeping because well, I think that they both have, they both have, like, I think they they'll either go off completely and give me a chance at winning, uh, the which by the way I am at uh, what am I at? I'm at 4.45. Bottoms at 4.05 total for our twenty dollar bet, whatever, our ten dollars around the league. Uh, five dollars. So it's twenty five bucks is the big purse. I'm at 4:45. If I want to catch up to where Zach is and where you are, and where Stephanie is, I need to win this matchup, and I need I need Mike White to just shell the fucking helpless Miami Dolphins with Skylar Thompson and uh, and Kirk Cousins to remind everyone who's the alpha. Plus, yeah, Chicago might be putting out Nathan Peterman. So yeah, I'm keeping them both. Not I'm well, not. I'm not I changing mean, my mind. I feel like uh, against Chicago, Minnesota is, probably stands a good chance. But I was looking at point differential. Minnesota, although they are 12-4, and four, has a negative point differential. Oh, it's not even a subtle negative. They're like negative like 14 points on the season. They should be 6-10 and 10 right now. I, I don't saw, understand. I either heard an article or, or read an article or heard a podcast where they said that statistically the – Vikings are the luckiest team ever in NFL history at this point, which is, you know, that's something. Yeah. I mean, Kirk Cousins to be a starting quarterback in the NFL, fairly lucky. Fairly lucky. Statistically, he shouldn't be there, but no. here we are. So if I can get some decent games there and see what happens to the rest of my teams, I mean, if Jared Goff throws all his touchdowns and I'm on Ross St. Brown, I'm okay. But I'm also uh, – I don't know. I'm I'm looking at Jarek McKinnon, and I'm wondering if the hemorrhaging is going to stop. Is this guy just going to fucking score touchdowns? He's got eight touchdowns since the beginning of December. Eight. It's a lot, right? Feels like a lot. Feels I like mean, a lot of touchdowns. But you have the Pacheco handcuff, and I think <laughs> I don't think that uh, Kansas City. I think they had to play on Saturday just to make sure that they did try and play. Yeah. Uh. But, and again, there, there's weird seating implications. But I mean, Pacheco might be the guy after a while. Pacheco. 
just in case. Is there like we may want to save Jarek McKinnon? I think is kind of the guy, the number one guy. So they may give Pacheco some extra reps just because it's it. They're well, already in. They don't have to. They don't I want did, to hurt it. But. I did pick up your Seahawks coach because you know we need to win. And I thought about starting the Seahawks D, but man, I think the Jags D's against Tennessee. Tennessee's playing Malik or no Joshua was, Dobbs. I've, I've got to. I got to leave them in. They're hungry. <laughs> I think you're right, but the Seahawks D, Seahawks have a lot to play for, and the Rams are, aside from Cam Akers coming alive for no, no one knows no why. Fucking reason. Why the fuck is this happening? And this... they fucking shredded us last time. I don't know. I'm hoping we win. We can't spend too much time analyzing this. It's. I need the points. I need the okay, points well, right now. What, you got to watch out for Bobby Wagner because for some reason he is Bottom's best player. I've got Roquan, the other Lotus, Smith. The other Lotus. <laughs> uh, I'm not too worried. I think they'll match the up. The better Lotus. I'm hoping we don't let Bobby feast again. That's, I guess, all I can hope for. But, um, yeah, projection-wise, uh, it actually has bottom like, three points more than me. That's because they're giving 25 points to Jalen Hurts. So, I think it's all in the quarterbacks. We'll see. But, yeah, I need... Ooh, I need uh, I need to outscore Zach by roughly fifty points in order to take get get that cash. That's what I gotta do. So we'll uh, we'll keep looking at those numbers. Uh, next up is the next saddest matchup, which is Stephanie versus the Snake. Where are we? There it is. Um, continual sad performances by these two. Um, but right now, <laughs> Stephanie is actually at 485 because she got that 25-point boost. And Snake is at 393 because he did not. So Stephanie is in second place for the $25 mega purse. Um, I just – I don't really see a lot of points coming out of this Denver Chargers game. And Well, I, I mean, Denver never does, and the Chargers – clinched and they really can't do there's not a lot of movement on their seed so i think i don't even know is russ gonna play a full game he doesn't have the he doesn't have the stamina it's too dangerous well, i mean i don't even know if it makes sense for denver they paid so much money for him i, I feel like you gotta rest him because it doesn't matter at this point you might maybe, as well get a maybe there's an injury clause like the Santa those clause. Quarterbacks will play a full game it's gonna be nine to eight final score <laughs> Well, these projections are off because you still got Hassan Askins in. I mean, I'm wondering if he's going to be able to start King Henry. You got to put King Henry. And if he gets a, if, if Snake can play King Henry and Lamar, I mean, Lamar over Justin Fields. Justin Fields might not even play. Uh, I mean, that would be a nice resurgence. I don't know. Who do you play? If Lamar's in and Fields and Geno's in, who do you play? I would say Lamar. But, uh, I think you have to play Geno. There's something to play for. Yeah. Baltimore, I don't know. I don't I don't think I would trust Lamar because they're also in. And I think he's someone who I could see playing a half and then not playing. I would I would definitely I I'd go with this, but I haven't Yeah. I don't know what's gonna go on with Justin Fields. He's a healthy scratch for them, right? They would Yeah. I mean if they don't play Lamar then he's just yeah, out. Um, saving him for the playoffs. Oh, so Jahan Dotson. This is funny. Did you see the thing about, so the commanders, uh, got eliminated last week. And did you see the That's clip true. where Ron Rivera didn't know that that was possible? 
I didn't. I heard. I I heard about it, and I read it in an article, but I did not see it. Jeez, that's rough. So, I mean, yeah, Washington doesn't have anything to play for, and that's a bit of a shock to them. And uh, I don't know. I still like the Jahan Dotson play because I think that Carson Wentz likes to throw footballs to him and nobody else. But man, <clears throat> that whole organization needs work still. Uh, I don't know. Did you see their mascot? He's a pig. Yeah, it's he's a pig. a pig with a fucking battle helmet on. Exactly, which is kind of how I see everyone in the organization, especially as all of these investigations come raining down on them. Oh, it's a rough deal. Okay, well, we'll see how Stephanie Stephanie can pull it out. If oh, I don't know. We'll see if, if all no, of our you know what? City turn out. I think I like Jake's standing here. Yeah, I, I kind of like it. Just based on, I mean, who knows? He, he needs Sir a lot. Juan. The thing is, even if he wins, he needs a, a big boost. He's officially 100 points behind Zach at this point. So he needs a big boost. Get your shit together, Snake. Get it together. Um, speaking of Zach, let's take a look because he's against, uh, well, he's against you. And, uh. um... Well, right now the projections are, you're projected to have more points this week, so you should be feeling good about this. The thing is, you've got the youngins. You've got the rookie duo, Kenny Pickett, Brock Purdy, and uh, Zach's old swinging balls of Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. They are dragging on the floor, and they are generating points. The, yeah. Uh, what did Tom they get last week? It was... I know it was like 45 from Brady, 45 from Brady, 16 from Rodgers. I'm not going to lie. I took Brady or I took uh, Mike Evans out of my other, in my other league. And I was kicking myself because he obviously went off. Uh Uh, I mean, I just, Zach couldn't pick a more hated team. I don't know if he does this on purpose (laughs) or not, but I mean, but I got him 205. It did. Tom Brady got him a quarter of those points. <laughs> to be fair, uh, Amari Cooper uh, went off. Yeah, he's unlikable. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. Um, well, I mean, I don't think Christian McCaffrey's going to play a full game, if no, at all. No. There's no reason for San Francisco to do that. Why? Uh, same with Zeke. I mean, Tom Brady. I, they might even rest him for the second half. Rodgers, I think, against Detroit, if that game goes, if they're fighting for the over, it could be bad news Are for you me. sticking with the Jets? Are you sticking with the Jets and the, and the White Lotus not going to play it uh, versus Miami? You know, I am just because I know they're not going to have Tua. Ooh, I uh, will say the Jets feasting on the poor rambling corpse of Skylar Thompson. That's fun. That's tasty. Yeah. Well, see, and that's, I feel like that's a good play. Uh, I loved, I think it was a couple weeks ago. I can't remember. I feel like it toggles between me and Jake every week. But he was talking about Zaire Franklin and dropping him and how awful that was. <laughs> Best pick of the season I had was Zaire Franklin. And it's funny, last week the Jets defense did so terribly and the Seahawks did so well playing against one another. I was going to try and pick up the, Haw- the Hawks again, and yet somebody had already already picked him up that's me that's me i'm a dick well i saw him and i was like man (laughs) when it it works out i mean yeah i would love to have both those two i just didn't think the jags would be in such a 
They played so well last week. I gotta keep with them. Um, all right. Yeah, but honestly, I I like my chances this week overall. If you want to talk about that six, the thirty dollars that we're all fighting for here, oh, yeah. Zach is kind of in a, a really good He's spot. He's in a good spot, but you know what? A bad week. Taysom Hill versus Carolina. That could be a, a big zero. I thought Nick Bolton got hurt. Cameron Dicker at Denver. I mean, could be a lot of points. Could be none. Okay, that t- that final score of that game could be in the teens. A lot of the over-unders have been set at 38, 39 points. Like, there's not a lot of scoring projected for this week. Um, yeah, I yeah, know. And Cleo Herbert might be playing for Chicago. Who knows? So, yeah, we'll see. But I'm hoping the worst for Zach. And, uh, yeah, you're right there with him. You just need to outscore him by, ooh, I don't know. 100 points. About 40 points. I, I, th- I, well, let's see. I think he outscored him by 60 in the first week. So then I, I, I guess if I were to win the matchup, yeah, I just need to beat him by 40 points. Mm-hmm. He's got to beat him by 40. You're at yes. 446. He's at 493. Oh, shit. It's close. It's close, baby. Um, all right, let's move to uh, a useless matchup. The Ben Bowl. Or uh, the, the battle, the battle of the Bens, the Ben Bowl, or previously you know, known as the Purgatory Bowl, brought to like you by Southwest Airlines, or something for this. I need to what? No, another bad Ben joke. Oh, there's so many bad Ben jokes. Uh, the bad Ben joke bowl is what we could call it. But I still like the Purgatory Bowl, brought to you by Southwest Airlines. I've heard so many disasters with them. I'm just, I want there to be a sponsorship. Um, even with both teams forfeiting. One quarterback, Derge is still obliterating Ben Bliss um, because, I mean, primarily it was it was the doings of Mike Evans. Forty-two points from Mike Evans, thirty-six points from Daniel Jones. Um, I'm I really mean, glad both these guys aren't fighting for our twenty-five dollars. It's true, but at the same time, you did miss out on Joe Burrow playing yeah and he so there there are some goose eggs on well there's, Bliss's side. there's two on Bliss, but three on derge because he has sure, josh, josh allen, allen gabe imagine davis josh and the bills and imagine if that game was well i mean after that the weather i don't know if it would have been super high scoring but you just don't know i mean it's pretty obvious that instead of playing josh allen knowing what we know now pretty obvious he should have started sam darnold could have got 19 points 19 points. What, what were you thinking, Derrige? Unbelievable. You fool. Um, uh, I mean, I don't know who. There's a, still a lot of people on Derrige's team that I don't trust, but Dar- I am not one to question him. He's, he's He's been rolling with the points. And oh, his secret weapon, Tony Pollard, has been something very special this season. And. Uh, I mean, Tyreek Hill, his team is his team is very good. Ben Derge was two points away from being in the in the championship yep. against JP, which he would be destroying JP. The golden goose he's got with Mike Evans. He would have been just, gold, just even with everything. I mean, we would be talking about it right now. Three players not playing in the championship on one team. But Mike Evans plus Daniel Jones is more than 
I mean, that's a pretty, that's a hundred points almost. Eh, about 70 or 80. Well, it's true, but I mean, I think I could honestly say definitively, had Chris Antez not made that comeback last week on Monday night, yeah. Ben Derger would be, he'd be at the Taylor right now. Getting it's your fault, Antez. All your fault. But again, Chris Antez is running. I don't think you can blame Chris. He is in within striking distance. We're not, we're not there yet. Yeah, we'll get it. there and we get there because there's two we'll things I need to mention about Bliss's cursed, terrible team. One, how dare you? How dare you, Ben Bliss? How dare you bring your curse? Well, what? <clears throat> I'm fine with you cursing the 49ers defense. They played the Raiders starting Jarrett Stidham, and the 49ers got zero points on defense. Zero! That's a curse. That's a good cursing if I've ever seen one. But how dare you bring that curse onto our beloved Jordan Brooks? How dare you? ACL, gone. And I blame you, Ben Bliss. I blame you. What? Yeah, that is kind of... How dare you? Go, going into his fifth year extension, I'm just so bummed. Well, I mean, with this, it doesn't matter. Really, but Ben Bliss is going to lose by a lot of points. It's... I mean, can we? I mean, I don't want to get meta here, but we can talk about the curse of Ben Bliss. Ben Bliss has T. Higgins on his team. Look at this. So, are we going to say that Demar Hamlin <laughs> also is a victim oh, of Ben Bliss's curse? Oh my God! I didn't even think about that. Wow. This could be the hottest, most inappropriate take all season. It's up there. It's got to be up there. But to really connect those dots, I applaud you, you n- terrible doctor. Yeah. Uh, well, I was just going to say this. So on this season, um, as a whole, Ben Derger has played Ben Bliss, you know, uh, twice this season. In week 13, Ben Derger put up 194. Week 17, Ben Derger put up 196. That is consistency. And uh, Ben Bliss sucks. So, you know, he can't put up those kinds of points. I'm not going to lie. Derge's team, he had three players who did not play, one being Josh Allen, who can get you 30 to 40 points. He could have had the week of the season. He, he would have got 250 points. points. Who knows? Easy. More. He, he could have honestly, if, two, if he had thrown two touchdowns to Gabe Davis, that's it. He could be pushing 300. Oh, we'll never know. We'll never know. Um, well, that, that exists. That's your purgatory bowl. Um, we'll see how it all finishes for now. It is on to the most important and only relevant bowl. Fuck moose. Fuck off. What are you doing? Get out of here. The most and only relevant bowl. We are going to the JP versus Antez. Oh, what did we call this one? Uh, the coast to coast bowl brought to you by JetBlue Airlines. Coast to coast. JetBlue. You know, I, I I want to believe in Chris Antez because he has Minshew. This could be... We can't play Minshew. That, He's got to let him go. I know. But you know what? We... Mac Jones at Buffalo? I mean, outside of it just being a New England game, which gives it a small chance. I don't know, man. It's, it's true. Not only that, though, Buffalo needs to win. Yeah. I, I just if, if Buffalo wins, they, Buffalo is still in it for a, or for a one seed. 
Is this the and the, this is the, maybe the worst quarterback depth I've ever seen? Andy Dalton, Baker Mayfield, um, and I just I want to address this. I don't know. We didn't talk about this. I didn't notice that. You know, the the rosters aren't locked. Tell me what's standing out. There have been two big benchings uh, that were a big deal. Um, I think Zach didn't start. Somebody, somebody didn't start. So, oh fuck! I don't even know where it was. Somebody didn't start. Someone they didn't do well. And Zach Moss. But I apparel's in pales in comparison. Um, Twenty-eight points for Devonte Adams on yeah. the bench. Thirteen points, Darren Waller on the bench. Twenty-one points, Jamal Adams on the bench. And has had a championship roster. For week for the first week, and he left it on the bench. Yeah, but I, uh, how did Brian, like Brian Robinson, I don't, I just don't trust the Washington running backs. No, Antonio I don't trust Washington at all. They didn't even know the game was important. Yeah. And I, so, I've always been waiting for Evan Ingram to fall off a cliff. I think we talked about it. I mean, you don't think it would happen against Houston, so I understand what he was thinking, but Darren Waller's back. I mean, here's the thing. Yeah. He was spooked by Jarrett Stidham, and that makes sense. Jarrett Stidham yeah. versus the Niners. Don't play anyone from Las Vegas. But Devontae Adams Ooh. is the number three wide receiver in the league. Well, Jamal Williams is the ninth running back in the league. And I know he's fallen on hard times in the past few weeks. But I mean, you just don't. I mean, I don't know if you can do that. Oh, poor Antez. He'll be he'll be thinking about that for the rest of his life, unless he wins. Unless he wins, let's see. Very much could. He could. So he's down by only fifteen, which is um, uh, he's one Darren Waller behind, Uh, and. with that, I mean, what is it going to take? What is it going to take? What? Outs- well, let's I'll look at quarterback what, options. Prescott, let's start let's, there. Let's look at JP. We can go down JP's team, and it, the, I mean, it's. Let's poke some holes in it. I love it. Okay, we're going to Trevor some Lawrence, holes. seventh best quarterback playing Tennessee. Tennessee, I don't think they're going to lay down and die. I think that, I don't think they're dead yet. I think that they may put up a fucking fight. And if they Tennessee? do, it's going to be a, the defense is going to score all the points if they do. The defense and King Henry. And that's why I just don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to score a lot of points. I don't think Dak Prescott, generally speaking, he doesn't always score a lot of points. So it's not going to be a lot of quarterback. Washington game. still doesn't know they've been eliminated. So they'll be playing it's, really hard. Washington is still playing for that number one seed. Yeah, they're playing for the number one. They don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh I mean, I do like Tyler Algier is now. Well, again, but it's Tyler like, Algier against Tampa Bay. And I mean, last year, anybody, any running back against Tampa Bay, you'd be like, yeah, hey, I don't know. And like their defense isn't as good. But I mean, they they know where they are right now. Like they are playing very well. Tampa Bay is a scary team for the playoffs. I, I'm not all in on Tyler Algier right now because he's part of a rotation. You know, he did get well, his last time, but he Tampa also. Tampa Bay's clinched. There is nothing that they have to play for. You think they'll rest and their old dudes? they with such a terrible record. There is no reason for them to risk injury to deplete their terrible team any further. That's not a bad point. All right, so he's got Tyler Algier who might feast. 
just because he wants the recognition. Dalvin yeah. Cook. Dalvin Cook he is... could also feast, though, because I yeah. he's, he's just a beast in general. I'm assuming uh, he's going to play both of his Green Bay running backs because it's his secret sauce. But he's not, and that is the worst thing. JP also could have probably won far and away if he would have just not But why done would that. you... Aaron Jones is good, but it's Ari J. Dillon who is he's the stereotype. He plays better in the winter. This is this is I feel like mind game slash curse number two happening right now. You I need I those mean, big thick thighs. It's it's January. Rumbling, oh, it, tumbling, in stumbling. January and Lambo. Night game. It's gonna be cold and dark by the time they're out there on oh, that field. Man. It's gonna be Let's, I mean, all right, so let's over under, let's guess how many points. Uh, AJ Dillon is projected for 10 points. Dalvin Coe, everyone else is projected for more. Let's guess how many points does AJ Dillon leave on the bench uh, playing Detroit in Lambeau? I'm going to go 16. 16 points, AJ Dillon. You think he is going to outscore Aaron Jones? I'm curious why JP is going Aaron Jones. You know what? Actually, I do kind of like it. Green Bay, they're, they're, Oh my God. I want Green Bay to lose, so I just don't like talking about it. But. Eh. God, Godwin, too. This is. Eh. I just don't know. I mean, he's beatable. I think it all depends on Travis Kelsey. Diggs may have a game. Points? Diggs might have, you know, dude was crying, dude is motivated. Diggs might have himself a real game. But the thing is, it's the, I don't think it's going to be a, a high-scoring game between Buffalo and New England. And I think once they get that yeah. far ahead, but Buffalo does pass when they're up. And Diggs hates the cold weather. He, is, he was so good for the first like 13 weeks of the season, and then he's been trailing off. Uh, I think he loves himself a dome, and he's not going to find it in New England. So, or, you know, hosting New England. Um, and then, yeah, the, I mean, here's the thing. This, the key but to this entire matchup is the kicker. Brett Meyer has been JP's best player. And if Dallas doesn't put it up against, put the points up against Washington, he's toast. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know what? That, that was actually my favorite part of the last podcast. It's talking about Brett Maher. It's how it's but Johnny, Maher. Johnny Hecker is a punter. Classic, classic Hecker. One of the best. I honestly think the Eagles are going to lose to the Giants. Call me crazy. Did I lose you? Is no, Moose there? I'm right here. I'm fixing things. No, I did. You, you left me for Moose again. I did. It fucking these dogs and these people. And it's just crazy. All right. Dogs um, and people. Dogs, people, space eaters. Okay, so... Um, and then the Eagles coach could lose. So now let's, now let's really just, let's do a deep dive. Let's do a deep dive for Chris Antez. Let's find out what's it going to take for him to really pull this out. Um, I mean, we're, this is going to be like a, um, a war room conversation. Well, I'm going to tell you this right now, just even looking at Chris's team, like there's going to, you need to make some changes. You look at the quarterbacks I, I don't I don't know if he's gonna go to. Do you think Baker Mayfield is a safer play? Not against our Hawks. I mean, it's a boom bust. I know I don't want it, but that's why I mean Brian Robinson Jr. I don't think 
I think you do go back to Jamal uh, Williams, who is actually playing for, as far as he knows, as long as the Seahawks, you know, as long as they haven't won yet. I think Jamal Williams on the bench is crazy. I think Devontae Adams. You got to put in Devontae Adams over Drake London. Get rid of Drake London. Put, 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 you got to put Jamal Adams in over... Maybe, I mean, I don't know if DK, Brandon, you had to swap out one of those wide receivers. And then you also got to swap out Drake London and pop in Devontae. You're not keeping Devontae. You need points. You put in Devontae Adams. Well, but that's just it. You have Justin Jefferson. You have Brandon IU. You have DK. Get rid of I Drake London. Drake London and, and maybe Terry get McLaurin. rid of Terry McLaurin. I love Terry McLaurin, but the quarterback play for Washington is trash. Yeah. And they're playing Dallas. And they Dallas think they've is... already locked in the number one seed. They don't know where they are. <laughs> I really cursed Butker last week. I was like, ah, Butker's going to be the deciding factor. He's going to get 50 points. He's going to be kicking in that thin air. 50 points. He got 12. I fucked him. Which, it boggles my mind that Harrison Butker, I guess he didn't play the whole season. But he should have more points. He should he have more points. There's... They go for two a lot, I guess. I don't know. All right. So what's the number one player? I think it's Foyo Sadiolo Kung and Devontae Adams is the reason that Antez has a chance. I mean, number one linebacker. I don't know where Devontae, where is Devontae on the wide receiver standings? Three. Oh, damn. Yeah. I mean, that's good. I think what you're, what you're going to want to look for is, uh, is someone like DK. I think he could have a big game against the Rams. All right. And I think that's going to be the difference. He's going to get it from Eckler, I assume, because Denver is just uh, terrible to think about. And they're, they're going to be running, at least for the first two, three quarters when he's playing. But yeah, I would. I, would I mean, probably... we can't rule out Austin Eckler having another game of his life and just locking in. He knows fantasy football, he knows he wants to be the number one points guy. I. So we've talked Baker Mayfield, Andy Dalton. We're still war rooming here. We've talked to all these guys. Is anybody on the wire that you trust to win your championship? I was looking on the wire. This is the saddest year for available players at this juncture. Right. I think about five weeks ago we were. It didn't. It just didn't look good. But I mean, I mean, if you're talking about quarterbacks, you're not playing Carson Wentz. You're not going to play David, would you blow me? Yeah. Waivers have been moved back to Friday. You're kidding me. No, they went from Thursday to Friday. It's breaking news. I'll tell you what, wouldn't it be crazy if the NFL postponed just did a week off? We'd have to do this pot all over back. again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, could you imagine that, though? Because that way they could play all the games because we all know the NFL loves – they made it a point to make it 17 games each. Uh, something, something's going that. on, man. Something's going on. I wouldn't rule out – I mean, I wouldn't put my season on it. But Desmond Ritter getting his feet in Arizona wouldn't be too bad. But, I mean, yeah, I oh, – Oh, wait, Desmond Ritter already played Arizona. These – these. oh, God, yeah, these aren't even the right teams. Fuck. Uh yeah, let's see. So Desmond Ritter is going to. We already talked about this. They're playing Tampa Bay. No, you don't want to be there. 
No, I don't think you. I don't think you can play any of these guys. I just don't think you can play any of these fucking guys. Jared Stidham at Kansas City. I've, no, you can't play any yeah, of these dudes. It's impossible. There's no way you can. Maybe play. Baker Mayfield is the best fucking shot. I don't know. Well, he had 27 I mean. points. Jared Stidham had 27 points. It's worth noting. 27 points. It's true. It makes you wonder. Did they bench? Car too late. Don't you say bad words about my my little car, my little I, I personally love him, and I think he's a good quarterback. All right, but I'm running out of Sam Spence music. Um, I guess we're just gonna have to go ahead and say you can't play Gardner Minshew. I wouldn't play Mac Jones. Maybe Andy Dalton and Baker Mayfield are your best shot, but maybe throw in a Jared Stidham. I don't know, Chris. You're gonna have to show us something. Show us something impressive. Um, sad. Yeah, I mean, and, and if there's a lesson to be learned, you know, get get good quarterbacks. You're gonna need a good quarterback well, for the end of this thing. Yeah, but that's what I want. I'm, you know, part of me wants to go back and really analyze the semifinal matchup he had with Derrige because he came through at the very end. We'll I, do I a, don't know that. I think that is could be the match of the season too. We'll do a finicky rewatchables. We'll go. Do, we'll go do a deep finicky dive. Rewind. Yeah, we, we're gonna have to do that in February, March. Yeah, everybody. We'll rewind. We'll also just yeah, really, we'll do a deep dive into the analytics of that matchup. Well, I'm gonna say this just so I can offer my what I think is gonna happen. I honestly think Chris Antez is gonna put together the best final week, and he's gonna be a new green jacket holder. I love that. That's the best take. I mean, I, th- I think it's going to happen. I don't think JP has. We don't know how. I don't. We do know how. It's going to be the lackluster play from Trevor Lawrence and Dak Prescott that is going to push JP down. And, and it's Brett gonna be a, It's going to be the wide receiver play from Chris Antez's guys that's going to push him over the top, namely DK Metcalf. We're not. No one's expecting a lot from him. You know what? Let's get let's get wild. Let's have fun with it. It's so let's, funny. Let's... Another thing to think about with Buffalo, the Patriots' defense is, and I've never said this about defense, touchdown dependent. They've had miserable shit games. One negative, you know, negative one, three, four, two. When they don't get touchdowns, but when they get touchdowns, and they've got eight of them on the season, defensive touchdowns, they get wow. twenty, ten, thirteen, twelve, like. If they don't get a defensive touchdown against the Buffalo Bills, which I don't think they will, they're fucked. Yeah. They're fucked in their frozen little buttholes. But it could be a recipe for success because Buffalo doesn't have that much to play for. That's true. Or maybe JP is biding his time on uh, on the waiver wire to see that he can get Big name defenses like the Falcons. Yeah. I mean, there are the defense defenses, linebackers. You can find some really good value pickups if you're feeling lucky. Mm -hmm. That's true. They're out there. Uh, I mean, I will say, I think right now is when most people hold on to all the defenses. But I mean, if you're a firm believer of, uh, the Broncos D. Oh, yeah, the guy who just picked up the Seattle Seahawks defense a week ago. Yeah, you think now is the time? I think now people are scrambling. Yeah. 
we're losing days for these last minute pickups. We got guys starting Minshew. We got guys starting uh, God knows what. People are picking up a lot of guys. Pure anarchy. It is. You're gonna see someone start Kyler Murray on accident. <laughs> or it's just I mean Andrew Bottom players? has continued to start Jalen Hurts. He's so devoted. He has not given up. He refuses to give up on his beloved. Um all right, so We've got, we're nearing the, uh, the end of our pod. I, uh, you know, I usually like to give, uh, give you some time to, I don't know, vent, give final thoughts. We've talked about how, how Sunday we're rooting Hawks, Sunday we're rooting Lions. Um, I guess it's up to you to let us know how it's going to shake out. And with that, you will have your, your time. Um, all right. I'm going to start ranking up. Here you go. All right. Well, I mean, with a minute left, obviously this week we had a lot of things on our minds, a lot of things bigger than football. So, uh, DeMar Hamlin, let's do that. Uh, I would like to devote a little bit of time to just the sadness descending on the Palouse. Hard time to be a coup. Uh, the basketball team is really just tanking. And uh, we have a serial killer who is now on the loose, just got uh, arrested, but he was a PhD student at WSU. So dark days for our boys in Crimson and Gray. Butch disapproves. Uh, yeah, so Butch really just needs some good news coming out of, out of the blues. It, it, amazingly enough, it was, you know, 16 years ago that I received news that Butch D. Cougar had won 2006 Capital One Mascot of the Year. January 3rd, 2007. So this is kind of a, a you know, big day. Reminds me of uh, where we're all from. So I think we can pull together for that. Having said that, fuck the Green Bay Packers. Let's go Lions. Fuck them. Let's go Lions. Jared Goff. And let's take care of business against uh, the stinking Rams. All right, you are to hear. Go Hawks. Go Lions. Go Chris Antez. And JP, if you win it, well then, you know, that works too. This has been the Fantasy Football Podcast for the Finicky League. Good day, good finicky, and good night. I haven't nailed that ending in like a week and a fucking half. No, it's been a month. It's been a month and a half since I've actually said the last line correctly. I just haven't done it.